Hello, everyone. I get so nervous with that goddamn intro thinking it's 1999 and I'm in a nightclub again. It throws me off. Anyway, my heart is pounding. Welcome back, episode 142, folks. Sponsored by our friends at Beat It Sport. Uh, check them out online. Use the code FLA10. Uh, you'll save 10%. And uh, yeah, big, big uh, sponsors of ours. But also, you know, uh, I'm a big believer in this stuff. It has a, a lot of nitrates that are really good for blood flow and for your heart. And I've taken it a lot before I train. And it's kind of like a BCA is in the middle of training. It kind of gives you that extra little push. And definitely, uh, it's, it's, it's weird at first drinking cold or beet juice but uh it tastes pretty good and uh yeah does the trick so check it out online anyway let's get right into it here folks we've got a really great episode lined up uh it's a guy who i've been following again for a while who i've been trying to get on the podcast for a while and it just kind of hasn't worked out on my behalf uh, i dropped the ball a couple times with dates and things like that but he's been good enough to join us this time and uh work it out so uh without further ado this guy's uh you know he's, he's got a great amateur record three and one now he's into the pro uh own one is a pro his last fight kind of ended uh, i want to talk to him a little bit about that you know it was a, an interesting fight at btc a tough fight uh this guy is definitely a guy who likes really challenging fights and he, he's a really high level athlete himself coming out of Tishido mma out in british columbia uh under uh, mr david lee and crew so uh let's bring him on without further ado mr paul blaze fisher how are you sir i'm fantastic thank you for such a nice introduction that's so kind of you Hey, it's very true, man. How you been? How you hanging in there? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? About the same, you know, like we talked a little bit off air. It's it's an interesting uh, battle. We're all kind of in this together, but it's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Some days I find myself a little bit more negative than others, the others that's for sure. Oh, yeah. That comes with the times for sure. Everyone's dealing with hard times, so you're not alone in that conversation. No, that's it. That's it. Well, again, thanks. To, thanks for joining us, man. And you're out in, in Kelowna in, in BC. And um, how's training been for you? Uh, training's been good. You know, we've been able to still stay active just with a small group of us, uh, you know, following and abiding by all the guidelines set out. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with the restrictions we have. But uh, yeah, I feel very fortunate that we're still able to train and get the rounds in that we can. I feel like we're lucky that we're still able to mm -hmm good practicing with the high level guys. So I feel very fortunate in that situation. Mm -hmm. Well, professional athletes, you know, at the end of the day, like you, your, your career just can't stop, you know, like for six weeks or, you know, a month, I get it, but it, for two year period, it just, it, that's not possible. No. Yeah. You can't. Otherwise there's going to be no progression. Definitely not. Learn your skills so that you can execute on fight night. Mm -hmm. exactly so well let's get right into uh how you got you know that's one thing i like to cover and that's the whole kind of concept of this podcast like obviously we're a promotion on the east coast but yeah. i'm a fan of mma i'm a big jujitsu fan and that's for me it's about meeting other athletes and people who can kind of put it on the line in the cage man i really respect that a lot so i love meeting people like yourself and how'd you get into this goddamn sport <laughs> uh i think like lots of people i like to fight so you know, uh, growing up and getting into lots of fights here in small town, British Columbia, kind yeah. of the way in Canada out here. So after high school ended and the fight stopped, I wasn't <laughs> fighting. So I wanted to keep fighting. So I decided I had boxed a bit as a kid that uh, mm -hmm. I'd try MMA out after watching GSP and all of the good Canadians out there. Mm -hmm. so I decided I wanted to give it a try and best job a kid could ever have. 
It really is, man. Like for for somebody who's really competitive and really likes the challenge and the experience of of, of the of the rise and fall of fighting and what like it's an incredible thing, man. And you know, out there where you are, you know, you're in Toshido MMA. So you say you follow GSP and these guys, and then you go and now you're training with like <laughs> man, that's a that. super high level gym. Yeah. Yeah, super fortunate to be able to walk into a training room like that because the bar is set so high. So naturally, you're able to walk in and get some good aspirations and train with high level guys and iron sharpens iron. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly it, right? And if you, it's that's one thing I noticed like about, um, you know, if you can, it's, and again, like I'm not a guy who, like my whole probably, like I, I trained a lot, like probably five, six times a week at one point. And then I just, now I'm probably down to like, fuck, I'm going through a little thing now where I'm like maybe training like once a week at that. Like I'm just kind of going through this negative spin where, but like when, when you go back at it and you're like, when you can get in that mode of training two, three times a day, and that's what an MMA athlete has to do. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. You got to cover your bases. Uh, we're learning so many sports at one time on top of conditioning and being able to have the lungs and everything else to go into a fight prepared yeah 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 it's true that's it you do so you started boxing hey eh? what well, it's funny because yeah. so many people are like oh, i get into jujitsu but i like that it's a totally opposite thing yeah yeah boxing was awesome i just like uh in the small town i had we didn't have much for mma schools i'm from vernon which is a little bit uh north from Kelowna, actually so we're a little bit smaller of a municipality so we only really had a boxing facility that was like uh government subsidized and whatnot Gotcha. So it was a great little program, good people, but that was kind of the only thing happening, I would say, as far as uh, competitive level martial arts, which was mm -hmm. uh, competitive athlete. So I wanted something to compete in. Yep. So, so boxing it was. Boxing it was. Yeah. Do you still have interest in that? Like, do you think you'd be interested in like competitive boxing as well? Or you're now, whatever fight I can get, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, it's, it's kickboxing, <laughs> boxing, fucking jujitsu. Yeah, anything to compete, I would love to. So. It's interesting, man. Like out there, because I see Rise and BFL, like they're both promoting that they're going to come back in in March. I don't know what's going to happen okay. there. I, I, I'm praying that they do. We're we're planning to come back in March too, but like, give me that smoke, bro. It's crazy. Have you been in contact with those guys? Or well, I've been talking to them, but locking stuff down is just tough. Between fighters bitching out and uh, injuries and whatnot that are legitimate. And then just obviously COVID adds a whole other thing. I had a hard time yeah. before COVID, let alone now with all this. So well, that's it, man. I, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you about that. Motherfucker, man. <laughs> that's the thing. Like you have eight canceled fights. And more, you know, like there's stories of like so many fights that have fallen through. It's ridiculous. I've never had such a, I never thought MMA would be a thing where it was so hard to compete. Mm. I thought, by the time we were fighting, we all agreed we were professionals. If you signed a contract, you were going to show the fuck up. But yeah, that doesn't always happen. That blows me away, man. I, we've had a couple instances in our cards too, like that. And it's like, like Tyler, you know, like we, like he's another guy who's had a lot of canceled fights. And it's, 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 fuck, it, bro, it blows my mind. And it drives yeah. me nuts as a promoter. But I also, like, I'm, yeah. I don't have that competitive, like, okay. Counts as a win in my books, you know? On like, if it's not legit and you bitched out, you weren't even ready to show up and you call yourself a professional now when we all said we were going to do this. So if it's legit, it's legit. But if you're bitching out, then what are you even doing here? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a sport for you, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. you're wasting everybody's time, and like it's. And I often think like you should almost have, like there should be like a, like there's been instances I know people out here in the East Coast. Sometimes people haven't even showed up to weigh in. Like it's like at the weigh-in, it's I'm like what the fuck? Your license should never. You're never ever fighting again, in my opinion. For life. Yeah, for sure. And then the other guys missing out on not only money but the yeah. opportunity for to get anywhere. Like yeah. this is the whole thing. We're here to compete, not talk about and take pictures on Instagram and post it like you're some tough guy. <laughs> well, that's it because no one gives a shit. That's no one gives a fuck anyways. Even if you are, people are gonna write you off if you lose anyway. Saturday they're your fan. Monday they think you're a punk. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid, man. Yeah. I know social media is bananas. This the game is bananas because it's weird how there's guys like we're talking about, and then there's other people who literally like the people who contact me to fight and i'm like really you want to fight and they're like fuck yeah i don't care i'll fight anybody and you're like yeah if they show up then they're gonna sell as many tickets sometimes (laughs) as the person who wants like it's crazy right it's a weird fuck it's a weird sport man yeah it's ridiculous yeah yeah envious of so many other sports even growing up that i played like basketball the other team has to show up like you know (laughs) you know yeah yeah it's i often wonder why like i like the pf what what do you think about the pfl like the whole season because i I think it's like as a fighter i really like the thing like okay if for if like even say let's say the ufc like you if you have under two three fights okay you're making 75 grand a year okay and once you get over three fights you're making five hundred thousand or whatever it is money compared to what like most fighters are struggling to make now anyways fuck you know yeah money and i could live off fighting anyways that bring it to a whole other level again yeah that's uh, what i think it needs to have like an actual constant like stable income right so fighters aren't always worried about like and just competing that's how you actually get better like you get better in the gym especially if you're training with good guys you get better but you get better every time you walk out there to get the whole thing in yeah opportunities yeah and just like that's the deal that's why we're training is to fight on fight night so yeah yeah you're not training just exactly like you said take pictures on instagram you go to 6 p.m jiu-jitsu class it's like okay fuck off with that yeah you're here to fight exactly that's the thing and yeah. if that's your thing that's your thing but if you're sure. like, you're gonna fight professionally yep. you should just show up to like peak for that night show up and fight and uh yeah yep. so i could fight yeah like i don't know much about the pfl season thing but um any promotions where they're big enough and the fighters are fortunate enough that there's enough of a pool of fighters in there that if fights are falling through, I feel like, and you're fortunate enough to be active, that would be such a blessing. I would love that. I would love to just be able to compete, fight yeah. four times a year and be able to get these fights in. That's it. Like you get four fights in and then next year your life can completely change with a different promotion or whatever it happens to be, man. Like that's what <laughs> our, our goal is. That's why I'm in this. I just want to win I, like i want to compete it was like amateur amateur you fucking compete for free i'd compete for free at this point yeah. i just want to have a fight so yeah man well hopefully we can help make that happen man that's yeah. why like your pro your profile what like let's talk about your your last fight at btc a little bit like uh man you were supposed to fight series city before that too like man yeah yeah we kind of had like a curse i think I, I broke my foot the first time i was supposed to fight him and then he broke his other foot the week before we were supposed <laughs> to fight him and uh fell out and but props like tisha stepped up and we fought so like good for him you know like that was awesome we had a good fight i got my i got fucked up in that oh that's exactly it yeah it got poked i got like a corneal abrasion when i went to the doctor my eyeball was like the thing that was jacked up and then i just was, went too into fighting at that point but i was still there 100 percent. i wasn't rocked at all that wasn't a tko 
I was still good to fight 100% in my books. You know, I had the cuts and whatnot, but that shit happens. I was still there to fight 100% to compete. Yeah. Again, Tisha shows up for fights. Tisha's fought in like four times since then. He's a good fighter. So I'd fight that guy again 100% because at least he shows the fuck up and he's a good fighter. He's there to scrap. So I'm all for guys like that. I'm all for fighting the top guys. I've always tried to fight the top guys who are going to show up and fight. And I'll still stand behind that because those are the guys I want to compete against and win against. I don't fight cans. You know what I mean? Especially at this point when fights are hard to get. I just want to. That's a promoter's dream, man. That's the kind of stuff you'd love to hear, man. Like people who just want to compete and, you know, kind of test their limits. And I love that. I think, uh, you know, there's so many people like. Right. Like if I had two eyes, I guarantee that would have been different. I do have fucking two eyes every day now. So I'm good. Yeah. It's that was a weird stoppage to me. Like at the, at the, at the point of where it was stopped. They should have just stopped it. I mean, earlier where like, I mean, but like, whatever the past is the pad i would kick the shit out of that me so i'm not worried about any of that stuff behind me at this point so i could care less about that yeah. whole thing so past. i'm ready to go forward and like you know we'll have other things to say later so what's the what's the big uh, goals for you coming out of this obviously you just want to fight but anything else outside the gym like you're focused on business wise um, personal goals personal goals just you know be a good man you know like any guy I think, you know, well said, like just that's the thing in itself. But as far as MMA, I definitely want to compete at the highest level and take this to the highest level, win as much as possible, get to the UFC. You know, I want to push myself. I want to be a champion. I believe I can be a champion. So that's what I train for every day. I train with top level guys that they have the same aspirations as I do. So mm-hmm. yeah, as far as MMA, life's a whole other thing. That's the thing, like what you're doing all the right things, man. Like, like Stephen McDonald's a guy from out here uh, as well on the East Coast. Like that gym is, man, very underrated Canadian gym. Pound for pound, I'd say we're number one. I would have to agree, definitely one of the top for sure. Yeah, it's, let's go. It's uh, yeah, we should we should do like a, a team event sometime, team <laughs> grappling event. <laughs> yeah, get Dave in there too. He'll fuck people up. <laughs> Does he? Uh, he still rolls pretty often or I like hit and miss like any coach i think but he's still in good shape and he's i think dave's underrated he's like the best coach yeah. in the world in my books in mma so super nice follow too like very personable and not that i know him that well but anytime i've communicated with him he was very very nice with like I, I, that's to me is like oh yeah the humility Definitely. of people really yeah. kind of amazing human being so on all levels so i saw yeah. your thing today on uh on Instagram, your, your story there, man. Yeah. What a beautiful place, British Columbia. It's uh, again, so fortunate here to be able to get out. Like when I do my road work every morning, it's just, it's so beautiful. So that in itself, there's so many other blessings going on, but yeah, fighting is just one thing, you know, British British Columbia is an amazing thing, even with COVID, you know, fortunate to wake up in Canada. Did you get to do a little traveling at all through COVID, like through the province at all or? Like in the summer, like you can get out to Kootenays and stuff. I do a lot of camping, me and uh, the girlfriend. So we get outside as much as possible. Super fortunate here, again, to be able to get outside to things like that. Yeah. So yeah. Can, again, it is what it is everywhere, I believe. So have you ever been out here? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. like, yeah, you guys are super low on the case count and stuff. So life must be pretty good. Life, uh, like the restaurants are open here, like uh, pretty much, I don't know, 50% capacity or full capacity. I'm not really sure. We had a little shutdown there over Christmas, like over Christmas a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we're nine cases in the whole province, I think, right now. So we're this close, yeah. man, to getting the word to come back. Like we're we're really prepared, and we have all the fights made. Uh, pretty much the contracts are going out next week and medicals are almost finalized for a lot of fighters. So if That's we awesome. can get the go ahead, man, we're going to pull off a couple amateur shows and, and yeah. kind of get that. Is that what you're like kind of stuck with right now is amateur fights? Is that what the sanctioning bodies are kind of doing with you guys? No, no, we could do pro too, but it's just limited spectators. So it's like the commission yeah, fee and everything. It would just, it's just the expenses of everything. Just at least you're realistic and you're honest and apparent about that. I appreciate that as a businessman. Well, that's, you know, we have to be right. If we want to keep, if we want to be here and to be able to put on those pro fights in the fall, which is our plan, you know, we got to do it a little bit smaller and, and kind of make sure that we're getting through these shows. Cause we're just new. We've only put on one show. Right. So fuck, I don't give a shit about well, those pictures. It, nice it looked like you guys had a great card. Congratulations mm -hmm. on that. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's a lot of hard work, but we're, we're not those we, we're like really aware that we're not like we don't know what the fuck we're doing so like we're, like we're learning and we're trying to just be as best as we can for Who fucking does? that's like, it man that's it the people taking the pictures on instagram and punching each other so good for you <laughs> but that's man i i'm a big like i'm a, i don't like to see people get hurt that's a big thing for me, but I do like to, to, to see people compete hard and get opportunities. And for us, like we did a lot with the jujitsu scene out here and given like doing all these pay-per-views and shit that we used to do back in the day. And it was like, well, why? Like, let's try MMA. Let's get there. And, and we tried. And, and I think it's a, I think in the East coast definitely needs it. And, and uh, there's other promotions out here too. And the more promotions that the better, like if you can have athletes, like we're looking to do fights every six weeks to two months. Oh, like, yeah, that'd be, it's so good, especially for your amateur program for kids going up, because that's another thing that Canada just doesn't have. That's unfortunate, like myself as an athlete, but it's hard to see that even just developmental MMA, like you would love to see kids being able to compete in all the facets of martial arts, jujitsu, kickboxing, everywhere. It's kind of different. Some scenes are big boxing scenes. Some scene there's more like Toronto. There was a lot of the MTO does a good job of Muay Thai events, but I would love to see that for MMA too, where there's actually a progress in yeah, yeah. like golden gloves in the States with boxing. Just mm -hmm. that would be awesome. The kids that's, would be so better. I, I, that's one thing I like out here. The commission does a good job. So an amateur and it was developed also a lot with uh, Peter Martel, another promoter here. They all kind of worked on it together. And it's uh, the amateur rule set. Um, if you have under three fights, you can't strike on the ground. So it's kind of like forced jujitsu, which in the use six ounce gloves compared to four which I kind of, I kind of, and then after three fights as an amateur, it's full strikes on the ground, full head kicks, whatever, but there's no, there's no shin guards and there's no headgear. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of realistic. I, I like it. Weighted system, which is good. Mm -hmm. It's it, like people like, you know, like people think they know how to fight until they get in there. Right, Paul. And then their first fight and they're like, Oh fuck. It's just like, Whoa. like because, yeah, they get hit in the face. Like Mike Tyson said, everyone has a game plan until they get punched. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that it's exactly like what you said. And I'm not saying this, that from my experience, I'm saying from like all the fighters you speak to, how many times you get in there, the cage door shuts and that's when you're going to get comfortable. Right. hundred percent. And that's where you, if you're competing, you get the opportunity to get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Consistency, man. Like, if you can have it, if you can have something like, well, there's like, here's a guy, for example, like on the East Coast, Rob, you fought in our first card. You know, should be an age gate on that three because he's an he's like I don't know how old are you, Rob, seventy eight, or like no no I love bro he's like my age forty or something thirty yeah. 38, 40. and he really has goals in the sport to get to a certain like 
a yeah. couple pro pro fights in that kind of stuff holds them up so i can see both sides of it right and totally. but it's yeah it's safety's number one for sure it always has to be in any bad of sport but that's what the good doctors and stuff are there for yeah well that's i learned a hard lesson this event like you know your first event and the, here's the doctor stuff in the first fight and i'm over yelling at her like what are you doing what and she's like what the fuck are you like the the commission's like get out of here you're not allowed to say anything and i'm like oh you know you, you learn real quick oh like, i bet it's, it's not my it's not like i no one's there it's the commissions yeah you you're just another fan <laughs> so, yeah exactly and at the end of the day it's safety so i just have to shut your mouth and, and walk away totally so, there's that there's guy there <laughs> he's a handsome fellow he's the best great guy great guy um, man yeah him and his wife both they're great people yeah yeah it seems like you guys have a lot of really good positive people out there man i really like that um i, I like that uh, the amateur crew because i think again i think it's really important too to to get all those cobwebs kind of out until you can kind of make the next step so and bc does have good amateur yeah they have a good they had a good amateur program yeah. out here Again, uh, I think it's a graduated system as well. I remember in one of my first fights, you couldn't strike on the head either, like you said. So it was essentially a jujitsu contest on the yeah. ground. Yeah. Which exactly. is a good, again, like you said, it's a good thing to see what's going on. Yeah. Same as boxing starts with shorter rounds, longer breaks. So everything is a graduated system, which it kind of should be. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And, and it, the levels of that makes the professional level carry so much further. You know, when you get two people who are like O and O as a pro, and they've already had four amateur fights, when they get in there, just the product looks so much better. The sport looks cleaner. Mm -hmm. Like you know, from an outside perspective, if you have two people in there who know what they're doing, I don't yeah. care what kind of person you are in the world, you should yeah. be able to realize, oh, that's not just two people outside a bar. Like they're really talented athletes. But to be able to tell the difference for sure, it's embarrassing when you watch it, uh, the level of some other professionals. They yeah. call them pros. They train <laughs> once a week. So yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Sure. It's, you should be ready for a. It's what's old saying. It's a, uh, not not trained for a fight. Like I don't know. You're kind of like ready all the time, pretty much, right? Like it's just a good one though. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull it out. I'll pull it out. I'll get another twenty minutes later. <laughs> all those people who just get it. They're like, I'll sign the fight, then I'll train, right? Yeah. But no, that's no. Yeah, exactly. It was a really good high fight, high quality fight. I agree. I watched it a few times now, actually. And Tashe, he he just fought two in the states, actually. Or you said he fought four times, huh? I think he's fought like a couple times at least. I know that it's not like I'm really following Niagara top team. Like I know he had that LFA fight, so good for him. You know, it's good to see Canadians get those fights. That'd be awesome to be able to get down there. I don't know what the whole quarantine situation, all that is that stuff, but. Yeah, well, now they just changed the rules in Canada now. So if you come back, you have to quarantine mandatory in a hotel by the government and pay for it yourself. Really? They just made it, yeah, just right now, today. They just said, so if you go anywhere, you have you come back, it's a mandatory three-day government hotel, and you have to pay for it yourself. Yeah, government, like, rented or fucking whatever. They got breakfast or what? <laughs> delivery. <laughs> delivery. They, they canceled all the flights to like the Caribbean and Mexico and everything. So, so the government can stop fucking going, I guess, eh? <laughs> Love to take their private jets. Yeah. to be a warrior in a garden and a gardener in a war. Yeah. True that. True that. Yeah, All right, man. Right now, I guess, eh? What's that? 
Is that a bunch of angry gardeners with rakes, I guess, right now? <laughs> yeah, Jake Paul. What do you think of that fight? Fuck that guy. Crazy, man. Yeah. Fuck crazy. Unreal. Yeah. yeah, it really is unreal, man. It's disgusting. Like, yeah, yeah. we won't get into it, man, but it's a, it's a shame. It's a shamble. Like, yeah. What about um, advice? Let's give. Uh, we'll finish it off with some advice to to some athletes. You know, kind of going through the same thing. You know, amateurs that are kind of wondering if they maybe should fight amateur more or, or go pro, or even the young kid who's sixteen and, and wants to make this this his career. Any advice for these people? Um, I think keep it as goals and not dreams to with fighting. You know, set a goal within fighting, but coach says something. I think among those lines, but make sure you're working towards specific goals and that you're not just dreaming and putting the work in because that's going to be more disappointing and harder than anything in fighting. So I'd just say for the young fighters, set your goals high, train as much as possible. And if you're the hardest working person in the room and just be honest with yourself and set goals and execute, then you'll get a lot farther than just dreaming, but not putting any work into it at all. (laughs) Very good advice, man. Some of the actually best advice I've ever gotten this show. So very good advice because there's a lot of young guys that I deal with who, who want to get to that level, right? And it's just like, man, you got so much. Like Everyone still- wants Conor McGregor, but fighting's not like that. Yeah. So the same goals, you know, I mean, like best maybe in your gym, then best there, but like set them progressively, write them down, look to execute those. And just stay honest with yourself. Nice. I love that, man. Stay honest with yourself, folks. Everybody yeah. should be doing that, just not if you're a fighter, you know, especially no. if you're watching fights, you should be really honest with yourself. Too. Yeah. <laughs> if you're you're not the guy you think you are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Be nice to people, man. Exactly. Um, keep, keep, keep leading the way out there with a great team. Hopefully we can get yourself and Tyler out here. Steve, well, not Steve, and he's gone to Bellator now. So, uh, But, you know, man, we'd love to get you guys out here at some point. And uh, Tyler has good connections to the East Coast. So anything we can probably do in the future, hopefully we can. Or Ed Source, we got to reach out to Ed Source for you guys down at LFA. Get you on the LFA. Yeah, he was actually, he was supposed to be on the podcast. So we gotta, we're got to we supposed to line up here soon. So. Congratulations, man. That's great. Good for you. Fingers crossed. We're, we're, we're trying to keep building, man. We're trying to keep doing good things. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything. Putting on the events for the other people as well as anything for myself. And this is awesome. So yeah. Well, we same with you. Man. We're fans, man. So if we can help I'm you out in any way. I mean, you do jujitsu yourself, right? You're a black belt, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be at the 6 p.m. jujitsu <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. do gi jujitsu, man, to be honest. Like, I do, but yeah. I fucking hate it, to be completely honest. Like, yeah. I just, I don't find it fun in any way, shape, or form. I find when I train, as soon as someone gets grips on me, I just immediately start, I'm just like, all right, this is no fun. And I just defend the joke. Yeah, but no gi, I love the wrestling. I love the, like, I just, it's just a different vibe for me and the lag locks. And I don't know, I just find it a lot more fun. So I'd love to get out there. I really would. And it'd be great to like train with anyone like yourself that's high level. That's awesome. Oh, I don't know if I'm super high level, but, um, you know, I've, I've trained. You got the black belt, man. You put in the time. So congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right, buddy. Well, let's keep in touch and, uh, you know, be well. Keep spreading the positive vibes and love. And uh, we'll be in touch very soon. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, man. Be well. There you have it, folks. Mr. Paul Blaze Fisher. 
Awesome. Another great episode uh, from a talented athlete out there at Toshido MMA. He trains with the likes of uh, Coach David Lee. Again, one of the best gyms in the country. Um, a great, great uh, group of guys and girls out there. Justin Dodge, uh, Steve McDonald, Tyler Van Kill, uh, Blake Northman, I believe his name is. It's a Northman on Instagram. So No, it's, uh, anyway, Blake. We'll just shout out Blake. And then a, a ton of other high-level athletes that compete out there too. So uh, let's look. Uh, if you haven't seen his fights, it's on BTC on YouTube. Uh, and there's a, a couple other uh, things out there. But make sure uh, you're following these athletes that are up and coming in Canada because it's in this sport, it doesn't take long. And a lot of these athletes, if they're, if they're not there yet, they're definitely going to be in the near future. So uh, train smart, train hard, be good people, uh, spread positive vibes, and uh, try not to get wrinkles like me. We will see you this weekend, folks, on episode 143. Thanks to our sponsors at Beat It Sport. Check them out online, beatitcanada.ca. I'm out of here.